720 WGN High atop Chicago Skyline Studio. Here we are at really the best venue to watch the race of anywhere in the city. People keep saying, Dane, hey, where should I watch the race from? And I'm like, well, you know, most of it has been a mystery, but now that answer is 610, the Turn 7 Skydeck uh, right here on Michigan Avenue. It is the best place to see it. And how are people getting here? How are people getting into it? How are people getting into this venue? It's Tail Greeter, right? And we've got in studio with us, we've got Nick and Murkrow. Akrup, these are the, the brothers who have started this, the co-founders of it, and they've got the driver, Garrett Smithley. He is the driver, the number four JD Motorsports Chevrolet, the tail greeter Chevrolet. Garrett, That's right. Wel- welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to WGN. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. So when, and I'm sure all the people that are here are doing this, I was not familiar with tail greeter, right? But we've all been part of whether it's events or opportunities that have sort of a here's an invite, here's how you click it, here's how you do it. Some of them are more complicated than others. Tailgate has been seamless. It's been so absolutely smooth. It's been the easiest thing. I thought it was great. At first, I'm like, I'm not familiar with it, but it's been awesome, guys. Talk a little bit about like one of your tailgater. How'd you get into this business? How did it start? Thank you so much. Uh, really selfishly, it was a need for <laughs> a need for wanting to experience more tailgates, especially down in the SEC and things like that. And uh, yeah, from there, it was just so hard to find any kind of information or access to these types of experiences that he convinced me to try and build out a platform where we can collectively put together watch parties, tailgates, uh, meet and greets, fan clubs, all these different things. Um, so here we are. Okay, so a lot of questions because you know you think how are you going to get to events, how are you going to, especially like tailgates, and we love tailgates on a regular basis, whether it's the NFL here, of course, NASCAR. I always tell people, you know, okay, so if you're doing it right at a Bears game, you're showing up at ten for the twelve o'clock game. For NASCAR, we have people show up at uh, you know at tracks on Wednesday, yeah. right? Tuesday, Wednesday <laughs> for that Sunday race. So these are tailgates that are epic, and you wonder how can you connect, you know, other than Facebook or doing whatever. So that was the purpose. So talk about it. Is it is it this is an opportunity? to find people who love the things that you love and give them an opportunity to get in on it. Exactly right. Yeah, so we found a passionate group of people that were already out here listing or creating these tailgate experiences and then gave them a platform to be able to uh to list those in a similar fashion to airbnb for example where you know we ask them questions like are the bathrooms public or private what kind of music do you listen to how long have you been doing it how many people come to these tailgates on average um and then as far as a consumer goes they can go on check out different experiences see anything from you know uh uh, something small with 20, 30 people sitting behind a truck in a parking lot all the way up to a turn really? seven sky deck. So, yeah. so you can set up and you can sort of craft the invite yourself and it could be as little as, hey, this is so, you know, Larry's birthday and we're going to meet behind the sure. pickup truck yeah. or something as big and as cool as really the premier location here race weekend. Exactly right. Okay. So when it comes to cost, people are going to be asking that. Listeners are thinking, right, so, you know, what does it cost to do? And, of course, you can charge for the event you're doing. Like, this is a premier experience. Obviously, has some cost to it. Or if it's something else, maybe it's maybe it's a free event. For Tailgreeter, for people that want to be able to find a way to sign up, how do they do it? Mirko? Yeah, so you, you register online, and uh, when you're creating your listing, uh, it, it's free. Um, so it's a free platform to use. And then you can decide uh, if your event is going to be free or paid. Um, and it's entirely up to the host who has this, uh, who is hosting the tailgate or pregame experience um, on what they want to charge. So, but in the end, it is a free platform to use. So when did you guys come up with this? At what, like, was this like last year? Was this 
couple years ago? Was this two weeks ago? When? How long sure. has it been around? Yeah, so 2018, me and him started a tailgate at Soldier Field. That oh, then, you guys uh, are from here. Okay, yeah, yeah. born and raised in Chicago. Um, once we kind of proved out the concept and saw that this was actually something that more people than just us wanted, right? Um, that then turned into to 2019. We did just over 200 tailgates. Last year we did just over a thousand. Wow! People would probably say, "Hey guys, great time to like start up this whole get together thing." And then the pandemic happens, yeah, yeah. and then you have to like do social distance tailgates or something, right? Yeah. You know. But when we came back, we came back better than ever because people wanted to be outside. They wanted to have room. They didn't want to be stuck in a with 500 people, but being outside in a place like Grant Park is just wonderful. Yeah. I just love tailgates. So yeah. the <laughs> fact that you guys have it, of course, you can use it for other things. Like you mentioned, Airbnb. There's a, there's a bunch of different applications, yeah. but to have it centered around the, the the fun and exciting world of of partying and pre-gaming before events is the best. And uh, in studio, Garrett Smith. So Garrett, talk a little bit about this. When it comes to tailgates, and you know this is a driver, obviously you're, you're paying attention on a regular basis to the action on the track. You don't have all that time to hang out with fans. Of course, with the Garrett Smith League fan club, I'm sure that you've used tailgater for that right, oh, yeah. as well. But, but kind of just share for the listeners that are hearing this that aren't in tune or as familiar with the NASCAR world, it, the tailgating is legendary. I mean, it's People think on the football side they're doing it right. It's not like racing. It's second to none. I mean, you go to places like Michigan and Watkins Glen and Daytona and Talladega. Talladega is legendary. Oh, Talladega oh, Boulevard, if you haven't oh, been to man. Talladega Boulevard, you have not experienced what a tailgate can be. Oh, um, is, is that what you call it? Because it is very, if you've ever heard any rumors about Talladega Boulevard, I'll have to confirm, and of course, Garrett can as well. They're true. So all of that stuff is happening. And for any of those people, too, that see this cosmopolitan atmosphere here in Chicago, say NASCAR is getting away from their roots, they're still in Talladega. They're right there. You want to get back to NASCAR basics. But, yeah, that is like that is an enormous tailgate. I don't even know if I call it a tailgate. It's so big. Yeah, it, it's, it's massive. And I think that that's why NASCAR appeals to so many people, right? Because there's so many different walks of life that come in and experience it. And there's so many different ways to experience it. You can experience it. Drinking beer, shotgunning beers, waking up in the back of your truck, or you can experience the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the wine and cheese. Yeah. Something in, for everyone. Yeah, 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 exactly. You can experience the wine and cheese on, on the skyline of the Chicago street course. I mean, yes. it's it's incredible. So, um, And Tailgrader, I mean, what a better partner in NASCAR than than, than a, a tailgate company. I mean, it's, oh, it's thank incredible. You, well, thank you, buddy. You guys, I think uh, Garrett hit on it, too, is like the Airbnb connection could be that, like, this is your Airbnb being someone's, the back of someone's truck. Exactly. For you to stay at, live in, wake up at, right? Exactly. So for this venue here, talk a little bit about how this has been, whether it's the relationship with, with Jesse, with, with Emmett Smith. Obviously, some very cool situations happen in here. This is great for you guys. Oh, yeah. They've been uh, fantastic partners, and just to be involved with them uh, has been amazing. Uh, ERA has been fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, everything, it's, it's been pretty seamless. Uh, we've, we've been trying to create a, a more tailgate atmosphere uh, here at, at an indoor venue, which I think a lot of, you know, walks of life would appreciate uh, because you have, you know, upscale, high-end uh, items as well as uh, the traditional tailgate games like Cornhole, Jenga. <laughs> is that it? Uh, There's yeah. like traditional tailgate. I guess there is. There absolutely is. Oh, yeah. 
So we have cornhole here as well. Uh, you know, traditional uh, tailgate games like e-racing, Sims, <laughs> yeah. that cost thousands of dollars. Oh, my gosh. Which yeah. is so fun. Which I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, let's talk a li- like really quick. Let's talk about that because this has been one of those unique events. Nobody had any experience on the track, none of you guys, in any of the series. And so everyone's trying to learn what to do or how to approach it from the Sims. And we've got those here in this event at 610. Have you tried out the Sims? Absolutely. It's unbelievable. They're they're full motion rigs, um, way different than my rig at home. My rig at home is a hundred fifty dollar wheel on my computer desk with my computer chair, <laughs> basically like the chair that I'm sitting in right now, talking to you. Don't dispel the myths. <laughs> we know that you're up in your super command center. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, it's 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 cool to see some of that stuff, and and for us and. For every driver that raced this weekend, the sim was was absolutely necessary because there's there was no testing. There's nothing that that can get you prepared to race in the streets of Chicago other than the sim. So we all we all used it, and uh, obviously it's working. So the tail greeter event can take on many shapes. It can have different elements and amenities depending on where it is that you are. Nick, you mentioned the SCC, and you think about those legendary tailgates on the college football side, and a thousand of those, and so they all can't be in the backyards here in Chicago. So kind of give the listeners just a little area. We already see the range, you know, everything from the back of a truck to like an elite event like this. Where are you guys doing stuff? So we're in over 100 locations now, all over the country, um, doing pro sports, college sports. Uh, We've done everything from WWE events, uh, concerts, festivals, XFL, soccer, baseball, just about anywhere people want to, you know, get together and have a couple drinks before going into an event. That's what it's all about. You're selling smiles, guys. So <laughs> as we let you go, uh, Mirko and Nick, give the, the website for people to get more information and all sorts of exciting ways people can get in, whether it's hosting events, attending events, Tail Greeter. Yep, it's tailgreeter.com, T-A-I-L-G-R-E-E-T-E-R. And you can download the app on both uh, Android and the App Store um, and then search for whatever team or location or event you're going to. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. Nick Burko, Garrett, thanks so much for everything you guys are doing to make the world a a better place, right? And thanks for jumping on the show today. Thanks for having us. I appreciate you. 720 WGN, it is Dane here with you. High atop Chicago Skyline Studio on the 4th of July. Coming up, just to let people know on the broadcast, we're going to have Alex LeBay. He's going to be joining us. He was the driver of the number 35 of the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He was driving well, a couple great things. Not only a good car, he's a great road course driver, but he was also driving the El Bandito Yankee Toyota. And then also it was Famous Dave's was on there as well. And Famous Dave's is going to be joining us a little bit later too. Famous Dave himself, the Famous Dave, uh, Dave Anderson. And they've got a big event coming up in Addison on July 8th. It's a porking lot party and it's going to have not only free food, it's going to have free pulled pork. It's going to have free ribs. It's also going to have, I think, dollar drafts of beers it is also going to have el bandito yankee cocktails in on that as well so it's something you're definitely going to want to be in on plus there's going to be a barbecue contest and so there's going to be some of the top pit masters in the area they're going to be competing to to, they call it like a golden ticket so i'm thinking it's kind of like uh, american idol where they get that opportunity to compete at the highest level at the world food championships coming up in november in Dallas. So that's coming up July 8th. Addison is the location for Famous Dave's. You can go ahead and look that up. Famous Dave himself will be there. There's going to be a contest, but the thing you're really going to be excited about is the the free food. They're going to have the free pulled pork, free ribs. They're going to have dollar drafts 
And there is also going to be El Bandito Yankee cocktails happening as well. A little bit later on in the program, you heard people talking about Emmett Smith, the all-time leading rusher for the NFL. Him and Jesse Awuji, they were in town owning uh, one of the uh, teams, and we're going to get a chance to talk with them a little bit about their experience here in Chicago. And then coming up a little bit later than that, we are going to have Sonny Anderson. You know her from the kitchen on the Food Network Big Star. Barbecue Brawl is the show. It is starting, premiering next week. She is one of the stars along with Bobby Flay for that. And we'll hear about her 4th of July experience, what it is that she's got going on the grill, and then also the show, what's going to be happening with that. Plus Jim Bob Morris, plus Dave Hammond. Lots of stuff coming up as we'll be here with you until 10. So keep it here. It's Dane on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, typically high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio, but today high atop the the most beautiful venue in a city that is doing something it has never done before in a sport that has never done this before coming together for this epicenter of awesomeness and a big part of it here is at venue 610 we've got jesse awuji we've talked with him a number of times fans of the show understand and know what he is all about a force of not only motorsports but positivity and opportunity and all of that and then uh, his partner in motorsports excellence is the one and only all-time leading rusher for the nfl and team owner and, and motorsports personality emmett smith emmett welcome to the show jesse welcome to the show Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us on the show. No, it's a, yes. it's an awesome day. I mean, we're here in Chicago. It's beautiful outside. Weather isn't too bad. It could be a lot hotter, but it's not. And we're good. And we're we're in the race. Jesse, is it better to <laughs> ride a race when it's hot or what? I, I don't That's like a great heat. question. I, I don't like the heat. This is the best weather for a race. Is like seventy s- degrees. No, 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 fifty-five to sixty degrees. That's like the perfect weather for a race. Is it perfect? And why? Because it's nice and cool outside, motor stays cool, inside the car stays cool, and tires don't get too hot on the track because they'll warm up eventually. It's just like perfect. It's perfect weather. 60. So does the car ride better? It does turn better. It has a little bit better grip. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's okay. not as slippery, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Slick, but it's I, I, I would never know. I've never been in Once one. Once the tires warm up, though. If the tires are a little cold, then, you know, at first it might feel a little, ooh, you know, a little slick. But then once they warm up, they feel great. Okay. And in a situation where this has never happened before, all we've seen is video replications and schematics and, and just boards and just trying to figure out what it is going to look like, what yeah. it is going to feel like. I'm surprised, right, in a city so known for its weather, often bad weather, right? No one's <laughs> talked about the weather, right? Yeah. This may be the yeah. first but other than is it gonna rain mm-hmm. but guys being in the middle of it right on the precipice of this entire thing is it what you expected does it look like what you thought it would yeah, no, it's definitely looking like exactly how I thought. I mean, we've all been on a simulator, whether, you know, even our team, you know, we've been at the Chevrolet simulator, but even at home, uh, we've been on iRacing for the simulator there and we've been training and training and training. And yes, they did a really good job of replicating the track and it is about 95% close on what it is, which is great. Great for the drivers who have been trying to figure out what to do here so they know where to turn, what to do. Um, also great just for, you know, understanding like, Hey, what's the logistics around here? Because it's more than just putting a car out there the logistics to get here have been absolutely insane the amount of meetings the amount of uh documents we've had like every single thing we've had to go through just to get here was absolutely incredible i I think of it and i mean think about this too is a a leveling of the playing field in a sport more so than maybe any other professional sport it's hard to get a leg in it's hard to control nascar has all the answers all the connections in a space like this you guys actually have the advantages well we do have some advantages especially uh, on a new venue or a new track like this so you actually have to fall back on on sim and and, and you have to learn 
the routes and the tracks and everything else new versus going to a venue that a lot of these experienced drivers have been at for many, many years. So you take young drivers that does not have the, the, the same experience on those tracks. They're learning these tracks as they go. But today, everybody's on equal playing field because this is something new. NASCAR has never done this before in a venue like this. And so, yes, you're starting out today on even playing field and which gives us an opportunity to be successful. So I'm excited about it. And the track itself, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, so I got in this morning about, about one, two o'clock. Now I see the track today in this beautiful venue that we're in and, and I'm hearing the cars and they sound awesome uh, in downtowns. And so, uh, I think they did a great job so far. We've been talking about it all week. There is no, I have to tell you, for all the places people say, hey, Dane, where's a good place to watch the race from? Well, there really isn't one automatic answer <laughs> right here because it's a road course. It's different. You never mm-hmm. know where the venues is. We do know those answers now. It is right here, venue 610. Venue there 610. is there is nothing like this experience. And, and Emmett, when you, when you talked about it, as far as things being new, NASCAR is going to be new to a lot of different people. We're going to make a lot of new connections with the sport here, whether it's in this community, whether it's other people in metropolitan areas that see that where that whole if they can see it they can be it in a place not so unlike where they are talk about that growing the sport in a big way yeah i think growing the sport in a big way is a tremendous responsibility that nascar has taken upon taken on upon themselves to do and so having jesse having caruth and having um uh rajay and uh and, and bubba and everybody doing what they're doing in terms of uh racing on the cup series or racing right here in the xfinity series etc to be intentional is really the key to the success of what nascar truly want to become uh when you start to my diversity equity inclusion it's one thing to have different races different colors different this and that and everything else but to be intentional about growing the program itself and showcasing how the program is going to grow and what it really means to NASCAR to have it grow is something that would bring more and more attention to what NASCAR is trying to get accomplished. And I think, too, helping to redefine what NASCAR is to people. You look at Jesse, a guy, it. a graduate of a, an elite institution of higher learning, right? Not often and or always associated with NASCAR. And then you've got Andre Castro. University of Chicago is as good as it gets, right? right. And to have that connection for you guys, not only to be represented on the track in a car, but with that great with that great institution right here in the city. Yeah, well, you th- talking about Castro, this is just just what Jesse Wuji Motorsports is all about. It's yep. about creating opportunities, as he would say. It is, uh, go ahead, and you, your, your cliche. Which is, 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 <laughs> we, we are an opportunity-generating system. That's yes. what we are. And, and what he just created was an opportunity for Castro. I mean, here it is, right here. Get on the street track right here in Chicago. First time being in a NASCAR, and now he's qualified to be in the race today, and now he's running his first time. If you look at a proof of concept for something like that, that it can be done, this is a case in point right here. Case in point right here, and this is exactly what we're all about. This is exactly what Jesse Woody Motorsports is all about, is creating those opportunities. And and this right here, we couldn't ask for a better location for this to happen at, right here in Chicago. Very last thing, e-racing, so big a part of it, so big a part of what Jesse is and what he brings to it to have andre be a product of the simulator right to be able to show that you can with so many odds against you be able to come in be good at that get good at that it just shows how i think accessible the opportunities are talk a little bit about e-racing i think it's the future 
Yeah, most definitely. So sim racing is, is huge, right? It's great for real life drivers to be able to train on, get ready for the different tracks that we come uh, compete on, especially a place here like Chicago Street Course, where nobody has gotten an opportunity to drive it in real life until today. So everybody else has virtually driven it now. And what we did with the E-Racing Association was we created this platform to put on these events where uh, people from all around the world could come compete virtually against each other for cash prizes and feel like a pro. And some of these you know, uh, folks who are competing these events compete against real life drivers in the events they compete against some of the best sim racers in the world uh in these events and it's been great to be able to put on these events continue to have a lot of people joining competing having fun um being broadcasted to thousands and thousands of people and we do professional broadcasts with the e-racing association so we have commentators um we have uh, professional producers who are just you know putting on these events like it looks like on tv and it's just been really really cool to kind of continue to grow this platform and we look forward to continue to figuring out uh a way to really become the number one sim racing you, you, event in the world. You know, I think the best way is to know, first of all, instead of competing against each other in this regard, get behind the ones. If you want to grow diversity, equity, inclusion, get behind what Jess is doing. I mean, at the end of the day, why compete when you can get behind someone that can help expand the sport, the, the sport itself? We're stronger together we're than, stronger than, than, stronger than, than working against exactly. each other. Why are, we, why are we working against each other? Why are we stealing concepts and ideas and mm-hmm. trying to make it our own? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just get someone that, that's leading the charge right now? Yep. And right now it's you. Yeah, yep. I mean, the prime example of taking the E-Race guy and putting him on the track and allow him to race for the fair first time. Is our driver's right here? Is our <laughs> I mean, it's you can show that you can get you can get from here or from there, from anywhere, right, to right here, right yeah. here on this biggest stage. And this is this is the path. We'll have links up at wgnradio.com for all of that. But just so excited for you guys, regardless of what happens in the race, and anything can happen. Andre's got as good a chance as anybody. <laughs> I think you guys already win. I know the people that are here enjoying the race weekend at six ten. They have won as well, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Thank you. Well, definitely. Thank you. 720 WGN, it is Dane here, back with you, and uh, we have been talking. You know, one of the things that I love about the Dean Richards show is uh, is Dave and the far-flung forecast, and if you know him, if you know him personally, Facebook friends, you know that he travels. He goes everywhere. Him and his dad traveled all over the place, and you wonder how that all starts, and I remember back to those sort of family kind of truckster vacation, you know, the Griswold kind of thing, right? You get in the car, you're uncomfortable, you're jammed in with maybe some other people, family members, brother and sister. And a road trip that seems to never end, right? Where you're always asked, hey, when are we going to stop? Do we have to go to the bathroom? And of course, I was always you know, kind of car sick too. So Dave, you know, welcome back. Think about that. I think that's that's America, right? It's a it's a big country. America has a love affair with the automobile. Oh yeah, that's how we got from point A to point vacation. Yeah, yeah. it it was a big thing uh, for me growing up, and it was for a lot of people as well in the nineteen uh, sixties and seventies. Uh, you asked me earlier if people still do that. Well, they do, but maybe not as much. But uh, since you're talking about road trips. Uh, we traveled the country when I was uh, growing up. One of the reasons why is because we had to, our relatives were scattered all over. Uh, we didn't have any immediate family right here. My mother's family uh, was in southern Illinois near St. Louis. My dad's family was uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the Detroit area. So we had to go there. Also relatives in California, Washington State, and then some of them out east later on. But I'll never forget in 1965, my dad took all of his vacation time in August of that year, and we started from here, August 1st. 
went in through Iowa into the Dakotas, Mount Rushmore, up into Montana, Canada, back into the U.S., around uh, Washington State, stopped and saw relatives there, then down to uh, California, near Sacramento, California, to see more relatives. My grandparents had flown out from St. Louis, so we met them there at my aunt and uncle's house, picked them up, drove them through the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Where did you put them, Dave? Did you just like we get out the luggage we rack, were, right? <laughs> we were using the back of the we station were all wagon. All in the back. Of, it wasn't even a station wagon. It was. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was a 1960 Olds. What was it? A Dynamic 88. Wow. Wow. Great big V8 engine in it. And uh, uh, you probably got about eight miles to the gallon. But uh, we uh, had, no, had no air conditioning, by the way. <laughs> oh. But uh, we drove through uh, the Rocky Mountains and, uh, you know, dropped off my grandparents and then came home uh, right at the end of August. But I'll have to recalculate the miles. It was several thousand miles uh, <laughs> being on the road. But did we see the country three or four? national parks uh you know mount rushmore things like that up into canada just beautiful up in the canadian northwest there. It, it's it's so different you know here's the difference in it you know now and then having kids and then and contemplating road trips and things like that for you and, and for me when i was a kid like on those some of those things you didn't have the ability to really see the things in advance there weren't sizzle reels there wasn't the the internet to oh, go no. ahead and show you pictures you didn't see the no. grand canyon until you got out of the car and went up to it right yeah that's right you would see you know maybe a picture in a magazine or in a newspaper ad or something like that a travel section in the newspaper but uh, what you see online these days of course that didn't exist uh, in the 1960s and 70s and really if think about it the 1980s right but um, there's nothing like seeing something up close and there's really we can fly and that's great we can get from point a to point b very quickly but if you want to see our country go on the road yeah all of those different things along the way those those stop you know whether it's like and i remember as like a little kid you had the you know your, the stuckies or the howard johnsons yeah. and then you oh, had yeah. you know and then those were with billboards and you know and signs and creative advertising they're trying to lure you into the world's largest ball of twine right or and then of right. course as a kid anything that wasn't riding in the car for monotonous hours was like please let's go see the ball of twine yep that that and <laughs> there was plenty of times you know saying are we there yet or is there going to be a swimming pool at the motel um we stayed we stayed in a lot of holiday inns because back then kids 12 and under stayed free wow so it saved a lot of money well i guess if you could throw them in there with grandma and grandpa it was like <laughs> hey just throw them on top of everybody else what, what do we care that's what the holiday inn people said 312-981-7200 if people have sort of their thoughts on the road trip and here's one of the things i would love to hear from listeners and and julian will be there so you can text it in uh as well and we'll read them as we go but but what do you do to pass the time because now like our kids they all have ipads and phones and they can have every single song that they ever heard of or wanted to hear on demand can listen in a loop we were playing like punch bug right you saw a certain color car and you just slug the person that, next to you that and and uh, tried to spot as many different license plates as you could <laughs> right. I mean, oh this person's from iowa this person's from tennessee you know and then you'd wave at them and they would wave back 
in, in 20 questions you know right? yeah, is, it, yeah. is it a live person is it a dead person right. <laughs> i mean the, just the the amount of things that you could do you know we're just very limited right and those trips were you know they're just as long as they are today so dave thanks so much for sharing all that Anytime. that's awesome yep okay it's fourth of july keep it here it's dane on 720 wgn